Warning. While Stephanie Meyer may have written Twilight for children and young adults, Twilight, a literary podcast, contains adult content. If that kind of stuff isn't your speed, feel free to stop here. Everyone else, please sit back and enjoy our explicit podcast. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to Twilight, a literary deep dive into the blood-sucking skin, sparkling world of Twilight. From a lifelong fan. And a first time reader join us as we try to answer the question does Does it it suck We gotta go. We gotta go. Green is what? Good. Let's go. <laughs> I thought you were trying to be an urban youth. No. But you're quoting the I'm film. I'm quoting the, the film. Film. Not the book. The Twilight film. That's right, folks. This is that episode. It's a movie episode. Our first movie episode. Whoa, this is finally ow! at the point where most of you probably know what we're talking about. I'm so fucking pumped for this. Yeah. It's been. I've been waiting. Big, it's a big deal. I've been waiting for this one. We made our family watch it with us on Thanksgiving. Yeah. To, I mean, uh, we didn't make. I just suggested it, and everybody no, was like, dad, yeah. No, my dad was actually really sweet. He's trying to be encouraging. He's like, "Let's, we'll do a whole marathon. I was like, no, we can't, Dad. I, I, I can't know anything. <laughs> my brother almost spoiled some stuff for me, too, but Tiff shut him up. Yeah, good. My sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like we said, this is this is not a book review. We are reviewing the Twilight movie, and so things are going to be a little different this week. We're not going to do it, do our show like we usually do. We're going to skip the recap because, one, you've probably seen the movie, and two, we've covered the plot. The basic plot's the same. There's yeah. nothing major. There's a few differences. We'll talk about it, but there's nothing major you're missing out. So you know the story. We're going to start out not with a summary of what happened, but a overall impression about the movie. So just obviously you've seen this movie before plenty of times. Did right. you see the movie first before the book or like how is that experience? You know, I can't remember. Oh, wow. Actually. Really? Yeah. No, I can't remember. Um. I feel like I pretty much knew the story. The books had all come out, at least by the time I started reading them. I think mm-hmm. I started reading them when the movies were coming out. So were all the books out when the movies started? No. Okay. So it was like Harry Potter where there's a few coming out as right. the movies are going. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like the the um, the um book that's in between book three and book four, the little mini novella that right. she wrote, uh, she wrote that while we were waiting for movie three. Oh, okay. And, and she, before she had written the fourth book, before, that, I believe. And that's Breaking Dawn. I believe right. that's the story, uh, the timeline. Yeah, the last one's Breaking Dawn. Right, which is which is two books and one movie, correct? No, the other way around. It's three books and two movies? No. How many books is it? One. Okay. Two movies. Half a movie. Two. Oh, wow. I wonder where they got that idea. <laughs> You didn't have like an experience kind of like me where I read a lot of the book and thought about the book a lot and then saw the movie. Right. They're kind of the same to you. They're same timeline, interchanging. If I can recall. Because yeah. Because honestly. I mean, if you don't remember. Things are a little hazy. Hey, man. We've we've had a lot of beer since then. <laughs> Highly true. You know, this movie to me, it, it feels kind of indie. 
Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. looking that is the at it, one note you put in this entire section said, uh, Phil, well, it's, feels it's, indie. It's because I thought of it right before I said right, that. Right, right. But um, no, I it it does though, because like mm-hmm. there's like these sometimes sharp, odd angles. You know, the whole movie. So many blue. Dutch angles in this movie. Yes, it's the weird. It is the most most angular film I've seen since like the original like German impressionist films from like 1930 that like invented artsy (laughs) yeah weirdly yeah and I think that's Catherine Hardwick too because it's it's Mm -hmm. very similar because I've seen her other films the uh, director yeah the director I saw her other film um 13 Mm -hmm. if you ever I don't know if you've seen it I think so it stars um it stars the actress who plays, I think her name's Nicole something, but she's the one who plays Rosalie. Ah. And it's about, like, her childhood, basically. Uh, okay. But, um, yeah, Catherine Hardwick directed that one as well, and it kind of mm-hmm. has, like, mm-hmm. similar vibes, I feel like. Okay. But this movie is very blue. Yeah. Like, like when of, I see a lot still of, frames. A lot of tinting. <laughs> right. When I see, like, still frames, like, on the internet or whatever, mm-hmm. I can instantly tell when it's from Twilight. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the blue. Yeah, yeah, definitely um, a very heavily tinted movie. But I, I kind of like that. That, I that kinda, works because well, you got to show that with forks. Kind of got to give the mood of forks. Well, I love that that first scene is like orange, right? That was a note I wrote. Arizona. Yeah, it was very yeah green or not yeah brown orange tint to it, and then really sharp contrast with the with the blue. Um, blue. Which also just quick note. Because I didn't put this in our other things we liked, but I, I liked the, her having a little cactus. That was sweet. I know, right? I imagine her because she has it at the beginning, but then mm-hmm. she also has it when she gets out of the tr- the car at, at Borks in her hands. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, she carried that little yeah. tiny cactus with her on the flight. That's a cute little touch. I know. Well, now that we're kind of starting to get into the opinion mm-hmm. factory, first of all, I want to I want to know your first impression, Spence. So it was a very weird experience. It's the first time I've ever experienced this where. I've never spent so much time with a book like this and thought about it so much. Like for the, you know, for a few couple months now, I've just right. been thinking about this book, like very deeply, like going back through, it. I've reread it. I've like analyzed all these words and I had a very clear idea of what I thought of these characters. So it was very surreal seeing them portrayed by someone else, which and I imagine is similar to how an author must feel. Cause you live in your book so much oh, yeah. to see it adapted. Must I imagine. Be very, yeah jarring experience and it really was jarring it's like just people i'd only read about and thought about for so long and and i like bell and edward i knew i'd seen before so that right. didn't really affect me but it's all the other characters like emmett and and um uh, carlisle Car- well we'll get to we'll carlisle, get to carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> damn but uh, daddy swan da- and, daddy swan and looked Billy almost exactly Black. like i imagined him oh though. yeah billy, billy black everything. was pretty close to what i imagined although he wasn't at driving a car in my uh mind but we'll get to that i wrote that one down okay uh but yeah it was so weird but i i enjoyed it. it it was it was a very fun experience watching a movie and it was weird also because i was having to take notes and like yeah analyze it the whole time but it was just <laughs> i've never had that experience it was very surreal seeing like something i thought about so much be portrayed by someone completely different oh absolutely and mm-hmm. i feel that way too like i i watched it this time more analytically than i perhaps mm-hmm. have in the past and yeah. so it was exciting to you notice a to lot do more, that yeah, and to like watch it. it with you and we mm-hmm. could just you know and laughing about it and like all these inside <laughs> jokes we had and like it was a weird thing where like we god i wish we should have recorded maybe for other movies we'll, we recorded we'll like a patreon thing or something, or something yeah because it was so fun to like in real time just like experience it with you because we 
we just talked about it so much. We've thought about it so much. Yeah. And, like, we had all these weird inside jokes. And it's like when the Volvo showed up, I was we were like, there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and yeah, it was cool. It was like how, uh, similar to us watching Lord of the Rings where I keep telling you like, this, right. is, this is an extended but scene. But this time we're this both a, on the yeah, same side. But yeah, well, but you were telling me like, oh, oh this was an extra scene. And pretty much all of those extra scenes were trash and were right to be cut. Okay, I will. Actually, only one was trash. Yeah, only one. <laughs> but it was real bad. Bill, he, he's not one of us. She's not one of us. Yeah, no shit. What do you. But yeah, so I won't go. I think that's enough for like general impressions because that was my general impression was like I enjoyed it, but it was a weird experience and it wasn't like watching a regular movie. Yeah. Where it's hard to kind of say how I, I liked you. it or not. So <laughs> let's just get right into the movie interpretation opinion station. Or as I would prefer to call it, the interpret the movie interpretation station. But, you know, you named it. It's your segment. Thank you. Even though I wrote everything in the segment. But uh, this segment is where we're going to go through and talk about things that we liked, mostly like changes uh, or like how them in about how the movie was or sorry, either how change, the, what that changed or how it portrayed certain scenes. Just what we liked from the movie as it most pretty much how it related to the book. Yes. It's kind of our perspective here because it's it, again, it's hard to like objectively look at this movie because we have so many opinions on the book. Yes. But. So we'll just go back and forth on things we, we liked yeah. and then things we didn't like. Yeah. So All take right. it away, Spence. Oh, did we an- introduce ourselves? We did not. <gasps> uh, that's Spence. And I'm Jess. No. You're Jess. And I'm, I'm Spence. Jess. You're Spencer. And this is... So first thing I liked... <laughs> Uh, maybe my favorite thing in the movie, hard to say, but Emmett carrying just a bag of eggs, a like, Ziploc bag of raw <laughs> eggs. First of all, you don't pretend that you're eating, so yeah, that doesn't make it sense. It doesn't make sense. I don't know why they chose to have him carrying food. Maybe he's, like, trying to be buff or whatever. But, like, no one does it that way. <laughs> There's plenty of buff guys in my high school, and no one, none of them were, like, super hardcore protein shakes, eggs. going rocky, eating, like, a blended... <laughs> A dozen eggs and just just it was it's such a weird choice i love it and it cracks me up <laughs> but uh side note on that one i i do like that they had the vampires pretending to eat yeah because otherwise it's insane that you they guys would go know to lunch how we feel time. about it <laughs> we, we've talked about this but i like that movie change where they didn't d- talk about it at all but they did show them just like chewing right which makes sense yeah because yeah, whatever. We've talked enough about that. <laughs> I know. <Go> ahead. <laughs> well, uh, one thing that I really liked was um, that scene with Charlie and Billy. They're like playing around, fucking around. Oh, yeah. They're like boxing and I then know. Billy's in the wheelchair. Like it's actually very sweet because they're, you imagine them doing that normally and then he's yeah. still doing it. Like it didn't matter Billy was in a wheelchair. Right, exactly. And I just, I ship them. No, I love them. Great, great friendship. Yeah. Billy's fucking weird with Bella. Not really in the movie. No, um, he's not. And and I really like how they the portray that. Yeah. Yeah. He makes a lot more. It's a lot more reasonable. Right. Exactly. Sounds like a fucking stalker in the book. But <laughs> um, I did. I did like their dynamic. Also, how is Billy driving that truck? Exactly. Well, in the book, it's Jacob. Yeah, because 
right? he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, it is Jacob. Jacob's like driving yeah, him everywhere. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, we get him early on the res. Well, well, and and that was kind of like the thing where like Jacob was like sort of being dragged around everywhere, like you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I also like that they introduced Jacob at that scene. Um, it tied you to Bellamore because he was more invested in the truck immediately, yes. and it makes more sense in the movie to show him early and then have him come back at the um, at La Push versus because you could kind of explain it better in the book oh, yeah. in Bella's head, but I like that change. I think that worked. Um, and yeah, it gets you invested in Jacob early. Weird that you see Jacob before Edward, but I like it. Um, yeah, I'm really into it. Yeah, but I'm also Team Jacob. Don't tell anybody. I mean, yeah. Uh, well, Spencer, what's your number two? My number two. Uh, favorite line in the book easily is uh, the in the book in the movie. Sorry, see, it's hard to transition. But my maybe my favorite scene, definitely my favorite line. But when the uh, the Collins are cooking for Bella, <laughs> and they're like, Are "You sure she likes Italian?" And we're like, "Her name is Bella." <laughs> Just cracked me up. So funny. That's a great moment. Just it like is. they're like, "Oh." human we get to cook we have this fucking kitchen they're like watching youtube videos how to cook and just like but that's like a, a believable moment of them not understanding yeah. how humans work because they're like isabella she likes italian food that's how people right. more believable than like when alice doesn't understand that humans eat like multiple meals a day right exactly which like again you guys have a lunch period so i know you know what meals are but anyways yeah. no i think that's i love hilarious. that scene. And, and i feel like line. emmett's personality really comes across there emmett is is Maybe my favorite portrayal outside of <laughs> uh, Pattinson with uh, Edward. I really like him. He, he's perfect for Edward. Oh, absolutely. But that's a little different because I already had a. I imagined like him looking like Edward him because I already head. knew him. Yeah. Emmett, I didn't know what he looked like in the movie, but I liked his performance. I liked how he did it. Perfect. Exactly yeah, what I wanted. I agree. So my number two are uh, like the conversations and the jokes between the humans. Uh, mm -hmm. most specifically like when Bella first comes to the school at the lunch table um, mm -hmm. like <laughs> the the school feature bullshit like whenever Angela comes up to take a picture and then um, oh yeah what to say he, he uh, uh, stuffs Eric, his feet or well, the, no, no. the swim guy oh yeah but Eric Speedo is like uh, what does he say he's like oh the feature's dead Angela don't bring it up again <laughs> they made Eric like, way hilarious. too cool they really did. He was I way agree. too cool. He he was chess club Eric. He wasn't head of the newspaper Eric. Right. I or like, like the, I like the Eric. actor. I yeah, I like him. the characters fine. If I didn't read the book, I would have wouldn't even bothered me. But right. that's not my Eric. My yeah. Eric is a fucking weirdo, and he gets dropped from the book after like chapter four. Yeah, he turns into like uh, the new character becomes Ben. Mm. That's Ben. I don't know about this Ben guy. You'll find out. Mm. Um, also, the yeah, what you were saying with the speedo when Bella's like mm -hmm. the speedo packing, yeah. padding on the swim team, yeah. and then like Angela and Jessica are like Kirk, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's so skinny. <laughs> also, I forgot, and I think I knew this, but I forgot, and Anna Kendrick. Oh was yeah, in this, which led us to watching Pitch Perfect with my family. Oh, we did. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I forgot she was in it. I'm like, oh, but she's perfect. She does great there. She's maybe too famous now where it kind of throws you off, but right. she's but perfect the time portrayal she for that character. Yeah, yes. she's perfect for uh, Jessica. I agree, I agree. Second favorite line, some vitamin R. <laughs> get you some vitamin R for Rainier beer. I probably didn't get that until like second or third yeah. watch. But, uh, but also, hard. Daddy Swan, don't be drinking beers and cleaning your gun. You That's know, that always rookie bothered fucking me. Move. Seriously. No, like, it, it, it's, not, it's not just that like it's stupid, it's that I don't believe Charlie would do that. Because right. my dad's a big gun guy, he's very strict. Anyone, if you touch a, you know, a, a one beer, 
doesn't yeah. matter. You're not touching the guns. Like I would right. have to put up the guns sometimes when I was a kid because one, I knew how to safely, but yeah. two, because people had been drinking. They weren't drunk at all, but like you don't touch a gun if you've been drinking. It's right. just not exactly. worth it no matter how small the risk. Exactly. So that bothered me because it doesn't seem real, but Yeah, and, and yeah, I, that's, and I had that thought too, like when I first watched Because he's not a bumpkin. Immediately, he, he's I noticed He's the chief it. of police. Yeah, he's going like, to be a safety guy. He knows guy. about gun safety. Charlie's character specific, specifically seems like a gun safety yes. kind of guy, but anyways. Right. <laughs> but vitamin R, hilarious. Love it. Um. My number three was, oh, these are actually the extended scenes from whenever Bella visits the Cullens. Because mm-hmm. I do love those that Those scenes were good. Scene, those were nice. Yeah. yeah. Those help. Well, the one, especially because I feel like a lot of people shit on uh, Carlisle and Esme's relationship in the movies yeah. because mm-hmm. they don't really show anything with them together. But there is that deleted scene uh, mm-hmm. where they're in the hallway and they like make out against the wall or whatever. Yeah. I... I... I mean, I could use more Carlisle all the time, but oh, I, yeah. I, li- I would have liked seeing a little more of their re- their dynamic, their relationship, mm-hmm. but I understand. It's hard in a movie. You only have so much time, and yeah. you have a main character to <laughs> exactly. establish. But also, the part where <laughs> Bella talks about chinchilla poop and like making a rain stick with chinchilla poop and toilet paper mm-hmm. rolls, and then she's like, maybe that's weird. That's like totally cut out of like the theatrical. See, see and that's of one it. of like Stuart's best moments. Exactly. She does that scene really well, and we'll, we'll talk about her in a little bit. <laughs> but uh, she, that, that was a good scene. Yeah. All the yeah. stuff in Edward's room. I loved Edward's room. It was oh, yes. Pretty well, close to what I imagined. Records, for which, one. Yeah. Because. Of course he would. Yeah. He, he likes 1950s music. Exactly. But he also had some CDs. And yeah, yeah no, it was no, it like made fucking sense. cool. Because, yeah, and a lot of books. I've loved his bookshelves. Those oh, like floating yeah. ones by his not bed. His I little, mean, uh... I imagine that entire house is your style. You're like really that modern. And, yeah. and then Clean cut, like yeah, modern, full sure fucking you. books. That is, God, what a dream. I was just talking to my coworkers the other day. I'm like, I fucking hate having to sleep. <laughs> like obviously i like being well rested i want to fall asleep like it's it's nice to like be rested but i just hate that like half my life is spent just passed out and useless that's so funny i'm the exact opposite you are completely opposite <laughs> i fucking love I ex- it I, i'm coming to accept it but it's very frustrating for me more, more strained more confusing than frustrating i'm i'm in, i'm amazed by your ability to <laughs> you'll take like a five hour nap in the middle of the day when when you've gotten a Full night sleep before, and then, then still take go a f- to sleep, and, and then sleep. go to bed be- like two hours before me. <laughs> After you've had a like, I was talking about coworkers. I was like, one of them, her husband's just like this, and I was just like, I, like there's one time, I think we had stayed out late the night before, but you took a like a six hour nap. I swear, <laughs> I had a whole day. Like I like I might as well gone to work. Like I did like a whole thing. Like I wrote a whole episode of the podcast. I uh, I cooked some stuff. Like I was like meal prepping for the week. And also, I was like, I played video games for like an hour. Like, I had a whole day. Like, I wasn't just working. Like, I had like a leisure period, and then I like did more stuff, and then like I went back. Like, it was just wild. And then you still went to bed before me. So, um, Carlisle, I literally gasped. He did when he came on when he like revealed us. He's like so beautiful. I know. I've never seen someone who looks like that. Your reaction <laughs> I was, like, was oh my amazing. God. He, and, I'd like, never seen also... him before. I'd like I'd not I had no idea what he looked like, honestly. Like I probably seen him at some point, but yeah. I didn't know it was Carlisle, obviously. Like right. no clue what he looked like. Just and you like just... starting like, startlingly oh handsome. Oh my god, Carlisle. Oh my god. <laughs> if you I would have to trade doctors I would be like I can't have him as my doctor. <laughs> I'm too distracted. I can't like listen like I couldn't, he couldn't tell me I had cancer because, like, 
it would be too disconnected. Oh, I couldn't sure. listen to him like give me a diagnosis. Just like aesthetically beautiful. But that's how and then the lighting the books, they have too. Right. No, know? it makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's, like they did that so well. They nailed it. They nailed Edward, I feel like. Yes. And and Carlisle. Yes. And Emmett. But uh I guess all the guys. Yeah. Alice is pretty much exactly what I was thinking too. Yeah. But um but yeah. And like the lighting he came in on, it was like glowing, it was perfect. They did it perfect. Only he can look good in hospital fluorescence fluorescence lighting. <laughs> So my number four is the fucking soundtrack, which actually should be yes. a number one. But I had made a note about one of the a couple of the songs. Yeah. So like they have Decode by Paramore, mm-hmm. iconic. Uh, that song Flightless Bird, which is yeah, where they were dancing at um, prom. Yeah, that one's a sweet one. Yeah, that's gonna be in our wedding. Um, <laughs> then they also have some Muse in there, Supermassive Black Hole. I mean, for the time you gotta. You have to, you and gotta. especially like this genre of film, you know. Oh it's yeah, very appropriate. No, it, it made sense. And then um, they have 15 Steps by uh, yeah, Radiohead, which right at the end there. Off my, f- I think it's the starting track of my favorite Radiohead album. Really? That was one of my notes. Um, I made extra <laughs> liked in case we overlapped like this, but that's yeah. One of my uh, the radio song at the end is from my favorite Radiohead album. I love, love that, that album in Rainbows. Fucking classic yeah and it's and it's, it's great, great for song the end yeah. too especially because no, you see victoria at that time and you're like oh shit oh, which is yeah a, we'll talk about that a bomb that was dropped that isn't dropped in the book yeah so that completely changed where i thought the series was going oh so, okay so we'll t- i have we have a whole section for talking about stuff like that i can't wait to but yeah that that was wild yes i was like oh oh that's so different that's the biggest change in the whole thing Oh, yeah. Because it's a plot change. Like, it completely changes. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we'll get to it. Then also, uh, oh, that song. Oh, the yeah. one that I sang earlier. Um, yeah. I will love you in my arms. That's the Robert, that's the Pattinson one? Yeah, Robert Pattinson sings he's got a, it. He's got a decent voice. Called Let Me Sign. I wouldn't have even noticed it was. I didn't know until, like, like recently. Yeah. Good so, for him. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> you do like a Scottish accent. That's great. Um, just Edward's jackets. I mean, all of its outfits, but its jackets are Yo, fantastic. The whole movie. Absolutely. Great jackets. Also, why isn't he always wearing shades? He looks so good when he got so out of the sun. So badass, but also, I'm like, they're supposed to be out of the sun and you're wearing fungal who gives a fuck? Very it looks true. good. But yeah. I would, yeah, who cares? No, that scene. When he gets out of the car, makes, he's got that smirk yeah. on his face. And he's, he's like, since I'm going to hell, puts his arm yeah. around her. Fucking take <laughs> me with you. I actually love that scene. Yeah, no, great good stuff. Good addition. Yeah. And then my uh, my fifth one, my last one, mm-hmm. is the, the scene. I think it also might be an extended edition scene, mm-hmm. but where Billy is like eating dinner or whatever, and Bella's in there, and he starts asking about like Renee and her <laughs> new husband, and yeah. then Bella's like, "Yeah," and then just leaves. <laughs> that was a very Bella moment. That made sense for her. She just kind of like, "I'm gonna walk away now." Yeah, but <laughs> I don't also know what to like because you don't get that whole because you want that whole aspect of of billy never having gotten over it because that makes her but like bella's betrayal at the end that Mm -hmm. much more heavy you know Mm -hmm. and i feel like in the theater like it that adds that aspect to it without like physically showing you the photos of renee still in the house or whatever right right which may have come off i mean it wouldn't have worked in the movie because you i guess you do see renee but i don't know it would have been a little much to show i think i think charlie comes off about he doesn't get as many scenes as he did in the book, and that's. But you know, he got cut out stuff for the I movie. Know. I think they did him a good did a good job with him. I agree. Now, 
not everything was perfect in this movie. So sadly, we're going to have to go to our dislikes. True, true, true. And most of mine, at least, I haven't seen yours, was mostly just stuff I missed. Yeah. And so they're mild complaints because I I understand. A lot of it, I understand why it was cut and it should have been cut. It's just stuff like that I really liked in the book that weren't in the movie that I missed. And my first one was, which I think this could have been incorporated in some way better in the movie, but the uh, the their date in the woods when we first yeah. see him, Sparta, that's so rushed. Like Where like he just drags her off from school, and then he's just like, I have to show you what I look like. And he's just like, Ugh. and then he does the awkward stick-breaking thing, which yeah. is about how I imagined in the book. That it's was done well. True. It was yeah, very it was awkward. Well. As if you could outrun me. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> it's just... A weird line reading, but I don't know how you read that line any no. other way. And that's exactly how it came off in the book. It was very awkward. <laughs> Just Absolutely. And then squatting Along the tree. with, uh, hold on tight. You better hold on tight, spider monkey. Oh, God, we'll talk about that. But, oh, I, I think I skipped one from the light. But I, I don't know why, but I love that Edward's always squatting. Maybe it's like, a, I think it was probably a note from the directors, like, why don't you try squatting more? It'd be like your primal, be like your animalistic. Yeah. Like, I could see a director giving me that note. So it's probably what it was, but it cracked me up, especially he was squatting and then the, in rain's the rain just pouring on him. Bella's like it. dry and he's just sitting there. <laughs> I'm like, just because you don't get cold, like, don't your clothes get ruined? But whatever. Well, yeah. But anyways, yeah, I missed the skin sparkle day. That whole section was kind of rushed. And again, I understand why. I understand why. It'd be kind of redundant. To have him go on a date and then go to the Colin's house, you know, it's a little weird for the movie. Yeah. But I think they could have been done a little better in some way. But. I agree with you there. Uh, my first uh, dislike was fucking Edward's first reaction to Bella when smelling her in the classroom and he like freaks off. Fuck. <laughs> I couldn't I, decide to put that in liked or dislike. It's, it's so, so bad. bad. It takes me out of it. And oh, it's the, it cracks me up. It's and the I worst can't. acting in the movie and Kristen Stewart's in it. I know. And he's comical. It looks like a, like the SNL parody of that same idea. Yes. Like he's like literally gagging. I was just like, chill, bro. He overdid it for sure. <laughs> Bella would not sit next to him if he was doing no. that. It looks like he's shitting his pants. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> and he does, he's just not over the top like that. No. Really for the rest of the movie. It's a weird moment. Yeah. But I also love it. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. But for me, I can't. Yeah, uh, my other one is uh, I I miss Carlisle's backstory. This one is fine. I know they sh- they couldn't include it. It right. doesn't. It wouldn't have flow- flowed well with the story. But God, I love his story. I don't know if it comes up later in the movies at all. I'd imagine not because it's probably just there's not time for it. But and it doesn't at least. Well, I guess it will because I think the Vampire Vatican's gonna come up. But we'll see. I don't know. I just, I, I really, that was one of my favorite parts in the book is learning about Carlisle. Yeah, I, I know. You it. really love Carlisle. I'm going to do a second one because. Um, you have a lot uh, of I have, I have waited because I was the one who decided we should do five each and then I made ten. <laughs> um, I'll go through a couple because we kind of mentioned Yeah, them. jokes they made... on you. I only did four dislikes. Hey, it works out. <laughs> uh, I overdo it and you underdo it. We're a perfect pair. Um, but some of these I already talked about. They made Eric way too cool. Oh, yeah. Mike is perfect, though. Oh, absolutely. Mike, is, Mike looks exactly. He's in. He's in the great like blonde douche, annoying trifecta with whoever played Malfoy and Joffrey. Those <laughs> yeah. three like blonde little shits are like the trifecta of like asshole characters that you love. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Bella, I like because and I think they could have included this. There's no reason they didn't. They could have kept this in where the, he, Edward's like tricked her to go into prom basically which is kind of fucked up but she wouldn't have agreed to go like that's right. not Bella's character but she's not as 
adamant against those things in the movie, so it's it's okay. Yeah. Um, and then and then I wish they kept the uh, Tyler Crowley calling. Well, that's my the... three. Okay, um, there you is, go. Is that Tyler Crowley? The whole prom whole thing was hilarious. Thing. Where he I asked, know. did he ask her out in the movie no, too? No, that, that that scene doesn't happen that. where where Edward stops all the cars and she's yeah. stuck in tr- and and then yeah. Tyler Crowley makes an ass of himself. I I, I wish they kept that. It would have been fun. It's well, the, yeah. they do show um both Mike and. Eric asking her to the prom, but they don't have that whole Tyler Crowley. Part. Right, but the Tyler Crowley thing was like the, the cherry on top of like that was like the third beat in that joke where it's like uh, Eric and Mike ask her, and then Crowley ask her like, God "Fuck damn. Tyler, like, yeah. get the fuck out of here, dude!" And then like the whole thing where he's just yeah, I'm sad that was that was I'm sad, I missed so that. that. I put yeah. that on my number three. Yeah. There. Oh, do you want to do number two? Yeah, sure. Um, also, Which I agree with. Now yeah, I'm reading it. I I just I want more Alice. Yeah, I don't same. get enough of her. Yeah, she's supposed to be like super cool chick. Like yeah, like the best like sister in law you could mm-hmm. ask for. You know, like yeah. the she, twins. They didn't do. She didn't um come off as like the other person on Bella's side like she right. does in the book. I agree. She has a weird ass fucking baseball pitch though. I because she does this I'm huge wind up and then she does like this girly like half like eh, I'm really like, into it half ass throw and I'm like well, you. <laughs> You kicked your leg like six feet in the air and you did that. But... Um, also, the part where she, in the book, where she like it comes in and interrupts Bella and Edward play fighting. Oh, and I she's missed like, it. Yeah, I wish they kept oh, that. Oh, I heard you. It sounded like you were having her for dinner. I thought you'd chase yeah. them. No, like, that'd be fun. And inviting yeah. them for baseball. Like, we miss all of that. Yeah. I, there's a few little moments like that where I'm like, they could have kept it and I think it wouldn't have like added too long to the runtime or anything. And and even like the part where she's being held captive, not really, but being yeah, protected by Alice and. Yeah. and um, Jasper. Jasper, sorry. Wow, who's Al- the <laughs> Alice and Jasper, and just, we don't get any of that, and so yeah. I'm upset that we don't have enough Alice. Totally agree with that. Fuck Rosalie, but she's how she's, I imagine the Yeah, book. She's she a acts fucking like cunt. a straight bitch. Yeah. A, big, a bigger change that I really didn't like was Carlisle stopping Edward sucking the poison out. Because that was thematically important. Like, that wasn't just, like, a weird little plot detail. Like, that was important. Like, that was a moment in the book where Carl was like, I can't stop you. I can't do it myself. You have to be able to do this, Edward. Yeah. And that was, like, a moment that solidified their relationship and that Bella was truly more, meant more to Edward than just he liked, like, he truly loved her. Like, that was a big deal in the book. Like, that was a real moment. And I didn't like that Carl had been like, hey, 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 enough. Yeah. That, that, I was like, oh, no, bad change. That one I really disagree with because they didn't have to do it. Yeah. They added that. It's I'm weird. I'm with you there. Maybe, I don't know. I, I think they they felt like maybe they weren't able to show Edward struggle enough or something with it. I don't know. But I'm not sure. I yeah. don't like it. I don't know why they did that. It was an odd choice. I yeah. agree. Well, my last dislike um, was whenever Jacob shows up at the prom mm-hmm. and like Edward comes back after giving the car to valet or whatever the fuck he was doing um, or parking. But Edward comes back and there's this kind of like almost standoffish where they're like yeah. staring each other down. Or it seemed a little I too soon. That. That didn't, it wasn't how it was in the book, which is not yeah. necessarily bad, but like I liked no well, because, because it worked in the book. Sorry to interrupt you, but like in the book, because it was a good tone. It was a good balance of Jacob was like sheepish and kind of awkward about the whole thing, but he was standing up for himself and like right. he was taller and he was like kind of. And, he felt you like he was kind of coming like into his into own. Bella, but but there wasn't this like him versus me complex no. that I feel like was yeah. there. In it that... seemed kind of forced. I think yeah. th- I imagine they knew going ahead 
that this was going to be the conflict, you know, as Jacob Edward, which team you on. So I think they were trying to play it up most likely. Yeah, but, but I, yeah, I, just didn't I was like, like hey, it didn't need that. Um, I'm going to do my quick ones and then my major dislike for the movie. Okay. Um, I missed the um, we, we can't have sex because I'll fuck you to death conversation. That was fun. N- there is no way that a diner in Forks, Washington in the early 2000s would have a garden burger. <laughs> is an, and they wouldn't know what the fuck that is. They would think like you meant like just like lettuce on a between buns. I think that's probably what it is. No, she had a burger. It was like a oh, veggie patty. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, no fucking way they would have a garden burger. You Get out of here. You never I No, I, as someone who eats a lot of veggie burgers and, like, black bean burgers and stuff, <laughs> there's no way. I've been to Iowa. There's no way <laughs> Forks, Washington would have it. Not in that time. That's fair. Nowadays, maybe. I also wish the bad vamps didn't dress so flamboyantly. Outside of Laurent, Laurent earned his fucked up pronunciation. He earned this weird way of saying his name hey, by the way he dressed. But I like the other one. French. No, he was fine. It was the it was James and Victoria that I didn't like how they dressed because in the book they're trying like they seemed like hikers, but they were right. barefoot. That was like the weird thing. I like well, no, that because there's yeah they're supposed to be like these like because the Collins live in a clan. They're supposed mm-hmm. to be these like nomad type of right like clan or what a coven. Sorry, yeah. coven clans for witches no covens for witches yeah and vampires you're the expert clan is for racists yeah um so my so my big one kristen stewart's acting it's Mm. it's a meme i know but it it is rough she has good moments and that's what's frustrating but she has these weird line readings right where she does like this like breathy like i don't i don't know uh this weird like teenage someone who's a theater kid like that's how like every girl in theater acted especially like freshmen who are like not good at acting they did just like dramatic blinking and like breathy thing and it was normal conversation bella in the book is much more spunky and like sarcastic and yeah i agree and and she's fine in moments but man i'm just they couldn't find anyone else to do this i i kind of agree Um, it was just rough i didn't it took me out of it a few times for this big a film you couldn't get anyone else right to do that a little better but everyone else's performance is great yeah um has it also but jasper looks weird that guy he looks tweaked the fuck out no i i agree with you not how i imagine him at all like no i don't don't like like it that looks Mm -hmm. yeah everyone else looks great but ugh. I'm with you there. But, um, I mean, that's that's all our likes and dislikes, our big ones. Right. So as we come to the end of our discussion of the book and movie Twilight, you know, kind of end of our season one, right. I thought I would go back and tally up all my predictions and see how how well I predicted what would happen, the, the story going forward, and see how well I did. All right. So are we doing, like, points? Like, for you get a point for each one you get right? Yes. So okay. I, I should have put my totals. I have the total yes, at the I end. Yes, I see your totals. All right. So episode one, didn't make a lot of predictions, uh, but I get a half point for accidentally foreshadowing the ballet theme, Bella Swan, yes. Swan Lake. That's a actually conversation me and my mother had that oh, she really? was like, and he doesn't even know. Oh, beforehand. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Oh, that's hilarious. I, well, and that was I was just like trying to think of ways to look at the series, and I was like, okay, Bella's character names are usually there's some thought behind them. So I let Swan made me think of Swan Lake as I was looking into that, and that's how I came up with the idea of doing the road to pretension, pick a mo- uh, another piece of literature to right. compare it to. So that right. was perfect. It worked out. <laughs> uh, episode two, I had two main predictions. One. Edward's mood changes were due to him feeding, yes, which I was correct you on. Were. And then 
Bella will at some point have a spill her blood or have some kind of accident and it'll cause Edward to like almost go in a frenzy or go like kind of some scary moment, which did not right. really happen. It did not, no. So buck that up. So that's uh so far a point five, right? I'm up point five. Okay. Uh episode three was my blood boy theory, which I put as unsure. So T B T B D D. T B D. Uh, we don't know. Not disproven, but it's not looking like if I was not so competitive, I would say I would give myself minus half a point because okay. the base of the theory was that there was something specific about Bella that made her really attractive, but it was right. more of her compatibility with Edward, not that like she was a very a human that was happened to be very enticing to vampires in general. Yes. So but I'm not gonna do that. Okay. So episode four, uh Edward's warning about going in the woods is about the hunter, but that that wasn't true. No, I don't actually think it, it alludes to anything. I think he's yeah. just like, just be well, careful. Well, because that's what I like, put. I put you could die accidentally. Well, I put a comma. It said I was wrong, but I don't know what he was talking about now. Yeah, no, it's I weird, think he looking was just back. in general, like, you of all people would find whatever is there that could possibly be lurking in the woods. Right. He just seemed like he knew something, but. Yeah. I actually think that's something that's been posted. Like, that's been a FAQ on Stephanie like, Meyer. It seems like such a setup for something. Oh, like, yeah. obvious. I feel setup. like I've read that she said, oh, it was just like a general fucking be yeah. careful, dude. We, yeah, it just didn't come off that way. But um, my other one was uh, the date they were going to go on was the baseball game. It was not. Nope, it was a hike. It was a hike. To the so not doing great. Fifth one, I put as unsure, but uh, we don't really know one way or the other. Jacob doesn't know he's a werewolf. I think he doesn't. He seems like he doesn't. Right. So well, he doesn't believe any of the... Right, but we don't know for sure yet, so. Yeah. It's, I was just going to toss up. Okay. Um, I thought Billy Black would die. No, Did not happen. He doesn't. He, he in fact, gained the ability to drive. <laughs> uh, episode six is a good one for me. Uh, Carlisle's Italian friends are that he mentions in his backstory, or the like, the little group he was with in Italy yeah. are going to be part of the Vampire Vatican that I keep bringing up. Okay, I love alliteration, but and they're going to be villains in the future. That's a TBD. We okay. don't know. Okay. We'll see. Um, Alice's family slash origin will be important to the story. I was correct, but I not in the way that I thought it would be. I thought it'd be a later on thing. Yeah. But it came up, and it was kind of disappointing for me a little bit, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, it's just James. Right. I, I didn't like how that. I wish. I wish she saved that idea. I think mm-hmm. that would have been great later on. I think James would work better if he just had no connection to him. He was just evil fucking vampire. Loves hunting off. and shit. Because right. like his connection to Alice doesn't go anywhere. It's kind of a waste of like this mystery backstory. So. I should put that in things I didn't like, but whatever. Okay. Uh, the other one is the incoming mystery vampires will be the main antagonist. That's a pretty easy call. I got oh, one yeah. that right. That oh, one yeah. wasn't difficult. I wasn't surprised. No, but and I, I think I said it was also going to be the hunter, but again, not. That's pretty obvious. Um, Edward's gonna. This is my big fuck up. <laughs> I kept doubling down on. I thought you Edward, really did. You said thought, it several times. I thought Edward something was going to happen where he wasn't going to be around. I don't know why I was so sure about that. I don't know if it was something I heard or like something through the zeitgeist where I thought about this is something. But I thought he was like gone or something. I don't know. I thought he would quote unquote die. Like I didn't think obviously think he was going to be gone, <laughs> gone. But I thought I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> b- big whiff, big whiff there. 
yeah. episode eight, Alice's memory loss was intentionally done by her family to stymie no. her powers. Not true. No. She was just crazy. Which, uh, tangentially, <laughs> no, maybe. No, she was just. Because she had these visions, and that's why she went to a psych ward. Yes. But it wasn't, like, inducing her. But she just, why did but she lose her memory? her father fucking, remember, like, killed her mother. Babe, I mean, we I all told problems. you all about it. Yeah, whatever. Her father got her mother killed, and, e- right, and he right. put yeah. her in yeah. the insane asylum, yeah. and they had shock treatments, which yeah. caused her to lose her memory. Right. But on right. the plus side, it made her, like, in a better mood. And that's whenever she befriended the vampire. He yeah. worked there, and then something during Decided her transformation. Decided to be a fucking gardener. Well, something during her transformation made her lose all memory of right. of her human life completely. Like she couldn't right, even right. remember being in an asylum. She just like woke up and was like, luckily had her vision. You know? No, I was wrong. We we all get it. <laughs> now you're fine. Um, and I thought it was some kind of like inverse effect with her power where like she had, she can't remember her past but because she can remember her future no just also wrong also wrong um and i thought bella like getting cut like the uh hunter like cutting her at the very end which seems like a prompt like a like specifically at the end like she gets hit again but this time she's bleeding i thought edward would pick up that scent he was oh, like right. i know that smell i'm gonna find her because it seemed like they were saving that because like she was already like had like broken he like broke her legs and ribs and stuff yeah and then it like was very dramatic. Like she, he threw her in the wall again, and then she was bleeding now. And I was yeah. like, "Oh, here it is." But nope, no. hey, just figured it out. That's that's a reasonable, like maybe even a better idea than what happened. <laughs> Who's to say? Uh, and then finally, episode nine: werewolves will be the main antagonists in the next book. We'll see. Mm. Um, and then this will lead to a conflict between Jacob and his dad, or not uh, not so much him and his dad, but like a. Uh, Jacob's gonna be torn between his desire for Bella and her choice to side with the vampires and then siding with his own family and stuff. Is that what your prediction was, or is that your? That's what I think it okay, was. That's what okay. I remember. But but it's not so much like like I think it's gonna be a conflict between him and his dad. But I think it's gonna be because like Jacob won't be able to fully be against Bella because he cares about her. Oh, I see. And the way like the rest of the people are gonna be against Bella because she's siding with the Colons and the vampires. You I know see, what I mean? Yeah. But it's gonna be because he's torn, not. Because, like, he disagrees with his dad, necessarily. Right, right, right. But um, in total, if you add them up, I scored a whopping negative five. Ouch. Negative Could have been worse. Negative 4.5, but I rounded it up for simplicity's sake. Okay. You know, I brought it up anyway, so it didn't matter. Negative 4.5. <laughs> so it didn't do great with the predicting. No, not really. But, but that's hey, okay. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay. We're, we're, no one's mad at me. Yeah. No one, I hope. But... We're going to go on to discussion. We're going to discuss some things from the movie I want to ask you about and just talk about that I'm not sure of. Um, one we've already brought up, we don't have an answer to. Why is Billy Black able to drive? Why slash how is he able to drive? So I think he's supposed to be in his wheelchair because of diabetes or something. Hmm. I don't know. but He seems paralyzed, though. In the book, right, I don't... Mm. It's weird. Whatever. But in the book, he cannot drive. Right. Because Jake. Mean, that's why Jacob well, kind of gets dragged along to all these things. It's like the kid getting dragged along. Yeah. But the thing, I, I don't know why they had him drive. I mean, he, uh, people who require wheelchairs, you know, can drive. Some, some yes. people. You well, know? there's vehicles specifically made to people to drive without their legs, but he's got this old-ass truck. Like, there's no way that's, like, outfitted with... 
I know. Well, how soon did it happen? Like, I think they're kind of playing off that, but... Um, who knows? Who knows? It was weird. Um, Daddy Swan insists on the pepper spray for Bella the whole time. Yeah. Um, which is funny. Would a garlic spray work better for vampires is <laughs> no, my question. No, it wouldn't. And then the big one, <laughs> the big thing here, holy shit, wild move, Victoria comes up in the end, did not know she was going to be... It was something I thought about yeah. because I was like, well, they, they never said what happened to Victoria. So I was like, that might be a thing. Mm-hmm. And I would have, but I didn't think to put it in or right. I didn't, I wasn't sure enough of my prediction to put it in yeah. my predictions. So she's definitely coming back. So that's going to be a whole ass thing. I know. Uh, that changes the game. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, that blew my fucking mind. No, I remember when you saw, well, cause yeah, I, <laughs> it was during Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And we watched it, and you were just so shocked. You were like, yeah, oh, my God. I like, just didn't you had think not even the movie would have such a big change like that. Oh, yeah. Which clearly, the other, uh, the next book was already out by then, so I imagine it wasn't such a big deal because- I don't think it was out by then. New Moon had to have been out by then. Hold on. Okay. Okay, so the New Moon book was released in 06, and the Twilight film was 08. Okay, you're right. Okay, so yeah, so New Moon was out. Yes. So, okay. I mean, it must have been. Like, they knew Victoria's coming back, obviously. Right. So that was wild. So so that's going to be a thing now. That, so I'm guessing instead of the werewolves, or maybe on top of the werewolves, our main villain's probably going to be Victoria, if not immediately. Like, she's going to be like a lingering thing. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. But that's... That's big change. Big oh, change yeah. from the uh, books yeah. and movies. Like, I'd for, and I'd forgotten about that, too. Like, yeah. I didn't realize until it was prom night, and I was like, oh, shit, that's right. We do see Victoria. Yeah. Like, that's a big difference. Yeah. Like, it's like if in the, the Sorcerer's Stone movie, like, at the end, they revealed t- Tom Riddle as Voldemort. Or, or, and I guess that no, wouldn't that's work. that's the second one. No, I know, but I'm saying they like reveal like a big thing in the next one oh, that wasn't in the book. Like, like that's a, a big, big change. Yeah, yeah, it's like I know it's an interesting. Well, choice. it's like it's like the end of Prisoner of Azkaban. They're like at the end of that movie, you see like Voldemort coming back or something, and oh, you're just like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. What the fuck? And you hadn't you only read the book up till the, the movie. Like you only read Prisoner of Azkaban book, and you're like, whoa, wait, what? I know. <laughs> it's just like it wild. Is a it's just fucked. it's a little jarring. It, it does kind of take it but, away um, there, but. But yeah, it's cool. I like that. But it, it is, yeah, just a little little hint. What? Did you hear something? It sounds like a car. What kind of specs does that car have? Uh, specs. <laughs> Torque. <laughs> oh guy. Oh my gosh. Oh guy. Oh guy. Oh guy. Oh guy. Guy. I think I don't want to freak you out, babe, but I think we found ourselves. On the road to pretension. Oh, sure. <laughs> God damn, you're stupid. Uh, I think we're funny. No, I'm having a hilarious time. So this week on the road to pretension, since we're talking about the movie, I'm just going to do a big theme because I didn't want to watch, have to watch like a classic movie and compare it to Twilight. That's too much research. Jaffiel. But I wanted to talk about the major theme of not so much the movie in and of itself, but the major difference thematically between the book and its movie adaptation Mm. and so for me watching the movie the biggest change i saw in the emphasis of the movie adaptation in general was a switch from a movie primarily or a book primarily about romance to a much more suspenseful film i 
Love that take. So no one would deny that Twilight is a romance novel at its core. And for the most part, the movie is as well. However, there's clearly an effort to add a greater element of suspense and tension to the movie adaptation. And I think we see this primarily in how the villains of the story were handled. So in the book, outside of the prologue, James isn't really set up at all in the story. We meet and establish James as the main antagonist within like a chapter of learning he even exists. Like there's like a three chapter period where, oh, there's these vampires coming through town yeah. and James is clearly now our villain. Like right. it's all like three chapters at most. I mean, well, you do have like there's like these animal killings or whatever, right? Yeah, but they didn't register to me. Not like the movie made it. Yeah, the movie did make it super obvious. So th that was more of like an Easter egg. It wasn't so much like a setup. I agree. Like a hint that you don't notice until you reread re it. Exactly. So while it does make it harder to connect with James as a character or like a threat to the, our main characters, it's not that important because that's not really the point of the book. Like that's not what the book's about. As the first book in a series, especially like a fantasy series like this, the primary goal is to establish your protagonist. Yeah. Which our protagonist is Belle and Edward, but really you could say the protagonist is their relationship. That is the character arc is, at least for the first book, character arc's not so much Bella or Edward, but their relationship and how they change and mold. Yeah, so, how, how it grows. Exactly, then, yeah. yeah. This makes James' role less about being a threat to Bella and more about being an obstacle for the pair to overcome, to kind of cement their new relationship. Like I mentioned in the segment on the hero's journey, the ending of Twilight was a rite of passage for Bella and their her relationship with Edward, solidifying mm -hmm. her place in this new supernatural vampire world. Yeah, which great take. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that's that was kind of the point of it. That's why it didn't really matter that it came out of nowhere because he didn't. It wasn't about the threat it was about them overcoming it right but for the movie this is the main villain showing up out of nowhere at the end it, it wouldn't work it just because you don't get to be in the character's minds knowing the threat they feel without the benefit of being in bella's mind the movie has has to do more to con convey how dangerous the situation is yeah bella can tell you that in the book but you can't just have her say that in the movie it, it right. would sound hacky also we can't have the movie last 36 hours it, it, unfortunately <laughs> Until they make a, a mini series out of every book, <laughs> we're going to have to deal with movies having to cut stuff. Yeah. Uh, still waiting for that Harry Potter series. Yeah. But the Amazon Lord of the Rings series is picking up. I'm Yo, excited about that. Yo, I'm really pumped about that, too. It's going to be interesting. Uh, so this is the kind of change that really makes sense for movie adaptation. And I agree with it. I agree with at least the idea behind it. You need to build up these villains more directly than you do in the book. and Because it's a visual medium, you need to see, you need to see the threat. You can't just have people talk about it. It won't come off the same way. My only wish is that they played it up even more, actually. They, did, they leaned in harder in this direction, where if they kept them hidden. I don't like that we see... Not in broad daylight because it's Washington, so nothing's in daylight really. But I, instead of like seeing them clearly and knowing exactly how they look when they kill the other characters, you know, and they're like doing their thing, I wish they were like hidden more. They're in shadow and you see them like kill, and there's like a figures and you're like, you know, they're vampires, but like you don't quite see them and you don't know. Yeah. It, it, it you just don't realize lean bad harder in that way. Until. And, yeah, yeah. Like, I just, I, I, I agree. get what they were doing. I just don't think they did it enough where it kind of doesn't have the effect that I think it was supposed to. Right. Like, w where they thought that they could have possibly gotten away with, you know, playing baseball. Right, right. Where you're like, 
that tension wasn't there because you knew these were the evil guys exactly. But I don't know. Yeah. If it was the first time seeing him, I think it would have been more impactful. I agree. You know, because I'm just like, if you're going to play up the suspense, go all the way with it. Because that's how suspense works. It needs to be intense. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, it is what it is. So to get the audience more invested in the villains, they sprinkled them throughout the movie or a couple times we see them and we see exactly the danger they yeah. pose. Which, by the way, I didn't notice that, like, what is his name, Waylon? Mm-hmm. That the person that they killed was him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until this last rewatch and you said it. And I was like, I'm a oh, yeah, that's that fuck, one guy. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. Well, I'm about to bring that up. So when you're having them kill people, the effect is greater if we know the person they're killing. But as the movie, you can't just kill a character in the book because if it's not, it doesn't happen in the book because you need that, you know, you, know, you exactly. just can't do that, yeah. especially in a series like this. Mm-hmm. So they have to create a character, Wayland Forge, like you said, which probably also necessitated the diner scene so we could introduce him, even though he comes off like a fucking pervert. It's right. Real weird. Kids love those little bottles. What does that even mean? What do you mean? Pill like, bottles? Little, bottles little alcohol, alcohol? bottles? Because I can take a little bottle. I can take a little pill bottle. What do you got? Babe. What? It's aspirin, babe. So this probably, have, having to establish Wayland Forge, this at least a little bit so it would mean more when he dies, they probably had to create the diner scene to have a reason to meet him. They had to be out in public in Forks, which changes the dynamic because she's not cooking dinner at home with Daddy Swan. So now she has to go to this diner. And so that's the new setting for them having these moments. And so I bring this up just to kind of talk about because this is a controversial topic. We talk about in an interview with Amy Shea even. This is a big topic in like movie adaptations and book lovers hate movie adaptations most of the time because they do all these little things that annoy us. But yeah, I, I'm trying to point out like how these little changes especially happen. Because uh-huh. you're like, okay, I'm, I'm making this movie. I need the villains to stand out more. I need them to be threatening. So they need to kill someone. It, it would be better if they killed someone like a character, like a named character, so it has an impact. Yeah. Well, we can't kill a character that's already there. Right. We have to make a character. Mm-hmm. Well, how is Bella and like how is Bella going to meet this character? Because it has to be an adult character because it can't just kill teenagers. Mm-hmm. So why would Bella meet, like, talk to a random new character adult? Yeah. Well, it's gonna be out with her Charlie. Well, she's got to be out with Charlie because it's even it doesn't work. It's weirder if it's just him just talking to her out of nowhere. Then it's creepy. Then you don't feel bad for Waylon because he's like a pervert, even though kind of is a pervert. But so you have to have this diner scene. You have to have Charlie and Bella out at the same time within the city of Forks, city town. Mm-hmm. City's very generous. Yeah. A town of Forks, so they meet and then that's how you get rid of all the dinners at home with Bella and Charlie and now they're their thing is a, they're going to a diner. Yeah. And you get the inaccuracy of thinking that Forks would have a garden burger, which it wouldn't. But also you get that that line at the end when she's like, "What? Go to the diner every night?" Which, but then they use utilize it, yeah. and then they bring it back, so they make it work. So, and so I was just saying, like, to all my, and I'm not excusing all book to movie flaws. Percy Jackson, I'm looking at you. Oh man, you can Fuck really. That movie those changes are wrong. There's changes that are absolutely. I've never been wrong. more disappointed oh, in my so bad. entire life. I saw so that shit bad. in the movie theater. Yeah. Rick Riordan, how could how, you let that happen? I'm well. He had no control. How That's the sad thing. That <laughs> it's his fault. It away? <laughs> but it could oh, have been a cool ass indie film. <laughs> it should have been like a Netflix series. On the... anyways, pissed. So there's obviously really bad changes that don't yeah. work. But I, I just want to point out that 
you know, if you look into films and how films work, there's a lot of reasons these little changes happen with adaptations because it's just a choice begets a choice begets another choice, which, you know, and every choice is some sort of compromise and has to do something. And so that's, so I give, so as, you know, we kind of pointed out the flaws and stuff at Twilight, I do want to give it credit. It's hard to adapt a film and keep it, its integrity. And there's little things to disagree with, but I do think it, it did a good job. Yeah. Really, my biggest gripe is like, I didn't like Kristen Stewart in the role because I really no. like because I love Bella. Like that's the no. thing with the book that I came away from that was surprised is how much I liked Bella as a character and reading from her perspective. And and I just I didn't see Stewart in my head at all the entire time. I completely agree. Yeah, but um, but other than that, I think the movie did a good job adapting this book. I do want to say though, I know, uh, I know the actress that Stephanie Meyer had in mind for Ooh. that role. And it's funny because um, I want you to look up Emily Browning real quick on your computer. All right, Emily Browning. She's an Australian actress. Interestingly enough, she played a very small part in The Host, which is um, a different science fiction. Mm-hmm. Not science. Yeah, science fiction, I guess, or sci-fi. Whatever. Wasn't that a Myers? A yeah, Myers yeah, book? yeah, yeah. A different host? book, Meyer. Okay. Yeah, I Myers, could, I could right. see her. She was the idea for Bella. Yeah. So, yeah, a little so, more spunky, a little more, uh, uh, she's got a bit more of a dramatic face, less right. standard Hollywood look. Yeah, and so she played a minor part of Wanda from The Host. Okay. Um, but she was also in Sucker Punch, which is a bad Oh, she movie. was... Um... And in Unfortunate Series yeah. Unfortunate Okay. What, yeah. what is that character? Okay. Violet, right. Yeah, she just, I don't know, she's just not right for the part. She's a little too Hollywood, standard pretty, and her acting is just weird. But you know, I'm not trying to shit on her or anything. Yeah, I don't think she's a bad actress. I've, se- I've seen I her in other movies where she she's good. In a good, I don't think this was the right part. For and her. She, and she just had weird readings where she wasn't getting the right direction either. I think this is partially a director thing where yeah. she just wasn't giving a. She gave a lot of weird performances, so that's usually more on a director than an actor. I feel yeah. But but anyways, it's kind of like your things you didn't know. But instead of a things you didn't know segment, because we've talked plenty. Already, yeah, we're gonna read a fan mail. Oh my god, a fan we electronic fan mail. mail. We have fan mail, fan mail. Um, it's so, mail so you guys, time. uh, mail's been a big story this year. Oh, hi, Fitz, our cat has joined us. How we opened the door, we do not know. I have no idea. Hey, bud. Uh, so we have our first piece of fan mail and a e- electronic mail. <laughs> Uh, if you guys want to message us any questions or any comments or whatever, you're more than welcome to. We're at twilitpod, all one word, at gmail.com. Yeah. But we have a letter today from one Evelyn C. Uh, Hello, Justice Spencer. First off, I'm a huge fan, and I love the layout and idea behind the podcast. Well done. Thank you, Evelyn. Yeah, so that's very sweet. This person we've never met. Uh, I've got a question for the both of you. Who is your favorite character in the first book and Why? I think it's clear your least favorite person is Tyler Douchebag Crowley, correct? <laughs> but I'm curious on who your favorite person is so far based on the first book in the series. I mean, I think we both have the same answer here. Do you want to say it at the same time? Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Daddy Silver Swan. Oh. <laughs> no, it's Daddy Swan. Daddy it Swan. Is Daddy it, Swan. It, it is. I it, may have great. yelled that into the mic. A little bit. It, 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 it's fine. We'll... we'll... <laughs> lower the volume uh yeah i love daddy swan in the book he's great that i mean the the most impactful scene for me was when she when bella has to pretend to be like running away i've literally since i've read it yeah i've always skipped over it in the movie and in the book every time i've reread fucking devastating 
just that was that was like the most well done part of the book was I've like that up, felt yeah that's like i cried and that's the only time that i cried like in this book yeah I, that was rough it was i almost cried talking about it, it was it was i know it's it's tough uh she also uh, uh evelyn c also says thank you for encouraging me not to suck hey you suck whatever you want to suck but yeah. you just don't but, like don't suck. be like a sucky person yeah like don't suck yourself suck whatever you want but like you don't suck like as a whole correct and you don't because you emailed us that's so yeah, great exactly. thank you in, so much in fact you're super you're fucking hot you're, you're super so sexy un-sucky. for emailing okay babe chill out anyways <laughs> speaking of i do want to give a shout out we have two people now a whopping two yeah supporting us on anchor which any of you guys money. can do uh if you guys go to our facebook page you can go and support us but we i want to give a shout out to heather i will not your sister Heather, but another Correct. Heather. I won't say your last name because I don't I know do if you want me to. You. Thank you. Who is supporting us with the dollar a month? Really appreciate that. She was our first donor. Second yeah. donor is my dad. Hello. Thanks, Dad. Love you. Yeah, appreciate thanks it. Thanks so much. Can't wait till you listen to this in what March. Can't wait for my mom to listen to this and be pressured. Exactly. Hey, mom. But with that, I did want to bring up. If you guys do donate to us, I've I haven't told you about this beforehand, Jess, but <laughs> I have a. Uh, system rewards we don't have a patreon but i think like we can personally do these and we promise them to you so if you do guys contribute so on anchor you contribute one dollar a month five dollars a month or ten dollars a month those are your only options but any of those amounts if you donate i will personally and passionately make deep sexy love to you no for as long as you want no if you are related to me or for some reason do not want this i have another idea If you guys don't, we have lots of pets and they're very cute. Yes. So if you guys donate to us, we will send you a picture of one of our pets. Absolutely. A dollar a month, get a picture of one of our frogs. <gasps> I have two frogs. We have two frogs. You get a picture of each of those frogs. <laughs> Both cute. One's aquatic, one's semi aquatic. I, mean, ter- I no, guess terrestrial. He's terrestrial. Uh, $5 a month, you get a picture of our cat, Fitzgerald. Oh my God, he's such a cutie. $10. And, and this is every month you get a picture. <laughs> Until you, you ask us to stop sending you pictures. And this is if you don't want me to make love to you. $10 a month will get you a picture of both frogs, our cat Fitzgerald, and, and our girl, our greyhound, Sybil. <laughs> so just putting that out there. We can't make this like an official tier thing because we don't have a Patreon yet. But if we get more supporters, we'll definitely make a Patreon and add even more bonus content. But sure. till then, if you guys do that and email us letting us know give us your email so we can send it to you we will send you those pictures yeah we'll do it and they'll be great pictures they'll be excellent pictures they can be beautiful it's the great best pictures. pictures you ever saw oh mr mr president i didn't know you were here <laughs> please go away <laughs> yeah i was gonna do a bit where we pretended trump was in here but it made me uncomfortable even thinking about it, so we're not doing that yeah this is our happy space yeah <laughs> this is our happy space so I think that's it for us. Yeah, uh, I think so. Jess, what are we doing next week? Shit, dude. I've been having it wrong lately. But um, next week, we should be doing New Moon. We're starting New We're Moon. We're starting yeah. our second season. We decided not to take a break in between seasons. No. Um, I, I because think I've already started rereading. Yeah. And I'm already ahead, but that's fine because I can be. Yeah. When this comes out, we've already released our interview with author Amy Shea. Yes. And so then now we'll be on to... And that was kind of our break. So... I do got to say, though... Um, <sighs> I can't wait. New Moon has lately mm-hmm. been my favorite. Ooh, I'm excited. I've read the 
preface and I've started the first chapter, so I'm excited. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you want to check us out on social media, you can find us basically everywhere with uh, the username at TwilitPod. Mm-hmm. All so, one word. Yeah, mm-hmm. do that. Lit being L-A. Yeah, you can do with that, especially Facebook. You can From there, you can get links to all our stuff. You can get to our anchor page, which is kind of our main, which is our website and our main hub for all our podcast information. Yeah. If you guys have a question or just want to say hi, you can message us at twilightpod at gmail.com. Our intro song is by my bud, Alex Chavez. You can find more of his work at the Facebook page Vintage Attire. And as always, guys, remember, don't drink beer while you're cleaning your guns. And, don't do it. And don't suck. Don't suck. Because if you if you did clean your guns while drinking beer, you would suck. Literally. <gasps> Bye. Bye. Oh, yeah, no, it's a different one.